The Koren Rav Kook Sidur has been released. Uh, we have it. It is amazing. Rabbi Bitzalel Noor, author of several works in both English and Hebrew that span the spectrum of Judaic studies, biblical exegesis, Talmudic analysis, Kabbalah, Sabbatianism, Hasidism, and his trademark, Kookian thought. And Rabbi Bitzalel Noor is responsible for the commentary that's been adapted and translated uh, for the Rav Kook Sidur, uh, Rabbi Betzalel Naor, welcome back to JM in the AM. It's a pleasure to be with you. I greatly appreciate that. Is there a way, and, and you know, with the fact in mind that we are speaking to a wide range of people with varied backgrounds and knowledge of modern Jewish history, is there a way to uh, uh, to sum up uh, who Rav Kook was uh, before we discuss his Sidur? Yeah, okay. Avram Yitzhak Cohen Cook was born in uh, Griva, Latvia, in 1865. He passed away in Jerusalem in 1935. And uh, he, for the last 15 years of his life, was the, the rabbi of Jerusalem, the Ashkenazic rabbi of Jerusalem, and the chief rabbi of Eretz Yisrael. And... Um... When it came time to release a Rav Kook Sidor, on what uh, of his commentaries, what of his Sfarim did you rely on in order to uh, put this together? All right. To start with, there was the Sidor Olatria. That was the uh, commentary published by his son, uh, Rav Tzviuda Cohen Cook, whom I had the privilege of knowing intimately. And uh, that's two volumes, uh, one for the weekday and one for Shabbat. And uh, we've collapsed the two volumes into one. So, of course, the uh, the base of operations is that commentary of Latria. In addition, there are selections from many other works of Rav Cook, including manuscripts, which only recently became available, and also wonderful anecdotes uh, that uh, came to us through students of Rav Cook, his son, Rav Tziuda, the Nazir, Rav David Cohen, and his uh, prime disciple, Rav Yaakov Moshe Chalat. Does Rav Cook have, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he does, but you could tell us what it is, uh, does Rav Cook have a unique approach to Tvilah? Those of us who are somewhat familiar with him, know that he has a unique approach toward many things. When it comes to prayer, when it comes to that type of connection between man and God, what is unique about his position? Yeah, it can be summed up in four words. And the premise, uh, Nachum, is that the soul is constantly praying. Now, uh, this gets us into in-depth psychology, how this uh, conversation is constantly going on within the soul. And then three times a day, Shacharit, Mitchan, Arvit, it actually comes to the, the floor of consciousness and is expressed verbally. But that conversation, that siyach is constantly going on within the inner recesses of the soul. So many people might view that as, you know, may, may look at that as we, as us, speaking to ourselves. Rav Cook would extend that and say that really the conversation going in within us is a conversation happening between us and God. Would that be a good way of putting it? It's a beautiful way. You know, also uh, there's this uh, sentence that you have uh, in the Tanya, 
uh, of which Rav Cook was very fond. His mother was uh, a Sidat Chabad. His father was a staunch misnagid of the Belarusian Yeshiva. But in the Tanya, you have this statement that the soul of the Jew is Chelek Eloka Mimal Mamash. The soul of the Jew is an integral part of the divinity. So, uh, we're, we, yeah, we're speaking to ourselves, but we're speaking to God, too. Rabbi Vital Naor is with us, responsible for the Rav Kook Sidur, which is out from Koran Publications. Uh, could you give me a good example, um, a piece from the Sidur that would offer Rav Kook's unique perspective on a specific passage or a specific part of the davening? Well, you know, Rav Kook uh, is all about Avat Yisrael, the love of the Jewish people. That's what he's most famous for if he has people who know nothing of Rav Kook, they know that he was the great Ohev Yisrael, the great love of the Jewish people. And uh, in the Shemona Esreg, uh, we have a, a 19th uh, blessing, uh, Birkat Haminim, right. which is against uh, informers, traitors, whatever, you know, the, the worst Jews possible. And uh, Rav Kook points out something very interesting, and this is in the commentary. That this uh, blessing, or actually curse against informers, was uh, formulated by Shmuel Hakatan. And why was Shmuel Hakatan the only one deemed worthy of, of formulating such uh, a uh, uh, imprecation? Because in Pirkei Avod, Shmuel Hakatan is the one who authors the statement: "Benfol oivecha al tismach." Do not be happy when your enemy falls. So he's coming to it from a place of purity without any malice, and if he has to cut down the enemies of the Jewish people, it's without any personal enmity. All right, it's Al Noor is with us. We talk about Rav Kook uh, and the uh, the brand new Sidor. You know, one of the things that uh, any Sidor with any commentary is expected to do, and we hope it does, is to inspire people to greater heights spiritually when, in fact, they are davening, when, in fact, they're engaged in tefillah, do you get the feeling that if one follows along and uh, and and delves into the commentary of, of Rav Cook, uh, their connection to God during tefillah will be enhanced? You know, uh, Sunday we had an event at uh, the Rabbi Shaul Robinson's Lincoln Square Synagogue, right. and uh, he was afraid, Rabbi Robinson, that people would become so engrossed in the commentary. <laughs> that uh, they will not uh, look above the line and, and actually pray. And what I told them is a beautiful anecdote concerning one of our great teachers. His name was Rabbi Labela Eger of Lublin. He was descended from Rabbi Kiva Eger. He's a grandson of Rabbi Kiva Eger, and he became a chassid of the Ishbetzerebbe. And he was notorious for praying late in the day. And uh, he was uh, criticized by uh, many of his uh, rabbinic colleagues and uh, what he brought out was that the, the hachana, the, the preparation that goes into the prayer, is an integral part of the prayer, and God will reward me and you for that as well. Interesting. So the hachana could be uh, actually regarded as a section of the prayer, an important piece to it. Yeah, yeah. What many, I guess, would refer, refer to as, uh, as hispodidus and the proper preparation for tefillah. Rabbi Naor, is there a way to, um, histor <clears throat> historically, especially with all your familiarity with Rav Cook and his family, is there a way for you historically to uh, to position Rav Cook for us? There are, there are those who, who, who are 
in love with him and his legacy, and there are others in our community uh, who feel the need for whatever reason to be critical of um, of what of some of the things he represented. Is there a way for you historically to to uh, to frame him in a way that uh, that we could better understand where he was coming from in the early part of the twentieth century? You know, again, going back to that event Sunday, which was historic, I, I dialogued with Professor Mark B. Shapiro, and, and uh, the question was asked to us, uh, was Ruff Cook ahead of his time? And Professor Shapiro's response was, Ruff Cook was precisely in his time. He came across in exactly the right moment in history. It was the, the moment of the, the rebirth of Israel the Jewish people coming back to the land, and there was needed a visionary, a, a, a prophetic figure who could seize the, the moment and, and grasp the, the historical significance of this event. And that was Rav Cook. And there were many great rabbis living at the time, but they didn't have that perspicacity. They didn't have that vision to appreciate the, the, the moment. And Ruff Cook had that. So if you would have said to Ruff Cook in the 20s, for instance, that 20 years from now there'll be a state of Israel, he would have probably understood that as, as of course, as we continue this process of, of Shivat Zion. There actually is a passage in his writings where he writes about Medinat Yisrael, the state of Israel. With those words? Exactly. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, I assume the book is available everywhere at this point. Am I correct? I surely hope so. <laughs> the Sidor is Sidor Koren in Perushe Harav Cook. Rabbi Betzal Noor is responsible for the commentary and translation. Kolakavod to you. We were very excited to hear this was coming out. I've already used it, I will tell you, and I've already, uh, I, I believe my tefillah has already been enhanced by it. So a big yeshakoach and mazal tov on the release. Thank you so much, Nachum. You'll be well. God bless you. Appreciate that very much. Right? But it's all in the or uh, check it out, everybody. This is not all, I mean, for everybody, for many people in this audience, it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, Sidur. Uh, but there's so many people in your lives, if you think about it, who would really appreciate this gift of the Cohen, of the Koren Ruff Cook Sidur. So check it out, everybody. Korenpub.com, K-O-R-E-N-Pub.com, K-O. Renpub.com, and of course, a million other ways to obtain it these days, both on the web and in your Judaica stores.